0: Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. It's just this is just gonna be a plug and play uh yeah, plug episode. and oh
1: plug and play. I like that. I like that. Okay, I'm recording now, so. I am too. You wanna do the intros? Sure. Cool. <clears throat> du, 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 du.
0: <laughs> you would deny to yourself, you deny to the entire world.
1: And we will not be denied. We
0: Hey guys, uh, welcome to Oral Emissions. This is Stephen Biller,
1: coming at you from Oklahoma. And this is Ethan, and I'm coming at you from Jeju, South Korea. Yeah, we're a two-man team today.
0: Uh, Ike is celebrating his birthday. Woo-hoo! So, yeah, yeah, so he uh, he decided he could take the
1: day off, you know. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He, does, he loved his he loved his birthday presents more than he loved us, but I think he's going to want to tell the viewers about that next week, most likely. Yeah, probably. So we'll leave that as a little surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little sneak peek for things to come. Yes. So me and Steven are going to try our hardest not to fall asleep uh, because mm-hmm. you guys know yeah. that Isaac is our energy pill on this podcast. Well, Ike pretty much runs the
0: show and we just sit here.
1: Pretty much. I think if it was a show... Like, if Isaac left the show permanently, it would just, like, be renamed from Oral Emissions to Zzzz, just like mm-hmm. a bunch of Z's, because it would yep. just be me and Steven. Exactly. Yeah, so now that you guys are all pumped up and excited about today's episode, <laughs> let's get things moving um, very quickly. We only talked a very, very briefly about the topics we were going to cover this episode, and we, as we were talking about the topics, we realized that introducing them was about as far as we were going to get, so we were like, let's just start recording, <laughs> so I mean, music yeah jump right into yeah. music yeah let's just jump right into music because i had a story i was telling steven about um and then we're and that just whenever we decided to start recording so
0: yeah what have you been listening uh, my, to
1: lately my playlist lately has been vienna boys choir um it's kind of weird because i'm very like open with my music so like i don't i don't have to have a certain type of music for doing a certain activity So, like, I'm an artist, right? And so, like, if I'm working on art or whatever, and I need to focus, like, I don't necessarily have to have a certain type of sound or music that I listen to to get me into that focus mode. Um, Gotcha. So, I'm pretty versatile. But the cool thing about it is that Vienna Boys Choir is very versatile. So, you can use them for very many different activities, uh, such as sleeping or reading uh or working on art. Are you uh, listening to,
0: like, classical or are you listening to some of their pop covers i'm listening to their more holiday. i'm listening to more of
1: their recent more of their recent like past past 30 years i haven't listened to anything past the mid 80s but like when they're doing like classical music oh i'm sorry i what you are talking about or... <laughs> are you li- yeah oh no i'm okay. listening to records Boys Choir? yeah what era of vienna boys yeah, were the no yeah no uh they're classical stuff yes they're classical stuff so like very smooth very smooth Nice. Yeah, and then of yeah. course a lot of a lot of Christmas because it's that season. It's that um, time But I've years. been I've been kind of delving into all their stuff. Uh, the reason again. that brought me there uh, is actually kind of funny. Stephen, you used to be like a pretty big fan, a pretty a big, big follower of them. Yeah. yeah, I love choral music still to this day. It's yeah, it, it's so beautiful and it's angelic. beautiful. Um, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, and so after Stephen, I think it was after yeah after Stephen came to visit us uh, on Jeju, I was like. He left, and I was just kind of thinking about him, and I was thinking about some memories, and I was like, Ah, Steven used to listen to Vienna Boys Choir, and so I was like, Ah, I want to listen to them, and so I was kind of just listening to them after Steven left, and I was missing him, and so it was just, it was cool. Nice. Because I was thinking about all those old memories. So. Aw, dude, that's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, but rem- which were which reminds me, I did need to ask you, what is the name of the solo, and I. This is going to be a very va- vague description. The solo solo male blonde singer. He was a kid, and he did choral music, but he was just a oh, single guy. Oh, I know guy. who you're talking about. Yeah, his your favorite. Lake yes! Ramen hair era. Ramen hair era. There it was. Oh, yes. dude. It was, the name was just driving me nuts. <laughs> I couldn't place it. I, it was right there. I remember, like, all the names of his songs. Driving a river, sexy back. All the important stuff. I just couldn't remember his name.
0: <laughs> this is the only two songs <laughs> he ever came out with. both of them were like number one hits, and you thought that he would just keep going, but uh,
1: no. Didn't, A little underground artists. Yeah, yeah. Just little underground artists. It was cool that you supported him though, because like we're giving yeah. life to his name like years after his relevance. So. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's pretty brilliant. You
0: know, you got to support the underground. You got You have
1: to support the underground scene, yeah. man. It's what. It's what keeps the music scene alive and living.
0: Actually, you know, that right. made, that made me think of Brian Luttrell from Backstreet Boys and his very brief solo career oh, that I also supported.
1: That you also supported, dude. No, so I, I have to say... down like,
0: in uh, contemporary
1: Christian music. Or, yeah. it, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It nah. wasn't bad A little soulful. Here's the thing. Like, you are very liberal with supporting your sorry that like that wording like is very oh i just
0: spend lavish amounts of money
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah on solo acts like people that came from bands and solo acts but whenever they're gold like they are gold yeah like if you like brandon flowers from oh the killers yeah like his first album wasn't that Mm -mm. great in my opinion right um but you stuck with him and like his second album like he proved gold Man, it's amazing. Yeah, that that so, was like the album of the year for me. I think last year mm-hmm. it so yeah, was, dude. Yeah. So I mean, like definitely, I would say whenever you, if you you like you you have the guts to stick it out, and whenever you can, mm. like it's gold.
0: I didn't think that. I didn't realize that was like my thing, but I guess it is kind of. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's. I think it started back with Lennon and the Beatles.
0: Probably because he was. The, I did enjoy Lennon's music before I got into the Beatles. Before actually. you got into the Beatles, right? It's true. Yeah. See, yeah. so it's like it's yeah. like a pattern here. Wow. It is a pattern. Crazy. So basic.
1: So basically, your musical evolution went John Lennon, Brian Latrell, <laughs> Brandon Flowers. <laughs> Brandon
0: Flowers. This... Boom,
1: boom. Oh, and there was also a lot of Vienna Boys Choir sprinkled in between. Just kind them. of sprinkled in.
0: Well, you had to have some good choral music for the action sequences, you know.
1: Oh, that's yeah. what it was. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I just suddenly remembered, like, that there was that, like, Stephen's, like a. a director at heart, right? Like you love to direct film. Or you used to I dabble. Once. Yeah, you dabble. Um mm-hmm. sorry, I made it sound like you were like like this was your passion passionate. and you were like very <laughs> Stevens, <bad>. yeah. <laughs> Stevens is very passionate about creating art film. No, but like do you remember the um there was a one film that you designed a battle sequence to Silent Night to and you were like you were like oh, we man. could use like all the slowed down battle shots yeah. to Silent Night by the Vanna yeah. Boys Choir and it was like Was it Silent so Night or was it v- Was it? Carol of the Bells. I can't remember. For so, something makes me think it was Silent Night.
0: But it very no, well could remember. have because I've had this ongoing thing for a while that I would love to do, where I take make a film where all of the fast-paced scenes would be set to slow sad songs. Slow sad songs, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So good, so good. You know, it. it I think I think it could work, man.
0: I think that it could. I think may, like possibly. innovation
1: is so alive right now.
0: Actually, I, you are completely right, man. There's so much going on out there. It's um. It's, it's really, really cool. Really crazy. It is. It's really Whoa. cool. Um, yeah. Like, speaking like music, like, even, because, so a couple albums got dropped recently that uh, uh, J. Cole's new album just got dropped yesterday. And it's oh, not sick. too far of a departure from his previous work. Uh, okay. But it's—I mean—it's solid. I'm really enjoying it. Um, Listen through it. Uh, Listen to it through all the way through two times now. I think. Oh wow. Um, nice. Yeah, it's very easy music to to work to because you know he's got like that really smooth sound. Yes. Um, yes. 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 And this is like very like there's a lot of Tupac influence I feel, and oh, that okay. whole era of hip hop, um, in it. How interesting. Yeah, and then like jazz influences and R and B, which is really tight. Yeah, there's some pretty deep tracks like. Well, he as a lyricist, J Cole's. I don't know if you're a fan or not. I know the Phantom. Uh,
1: yeah, not a not a huge fan. I know, I know, yeah, Phantom is, but yeah, Yeah. I've heard some of his stuff. Yeah, I need to I need to listen to it more. Yeah, I
0: mean, it might be your. I need to figure out
1: I need to figure out how to spell his last name first. Uh, C O L E. Yeah, like Natalie Cole.
0: Um, yeah. So J Cole, yeah, his new album is out. It's sick for your eyes only. Um, and then, uh. There's actually a track where he calls out uh, uh, Kanye West, which is like hilarious. Oh, so. no kidding! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, but uh, also, let's uh, Childish Gambino uh, came out with. Uh, they dropped a new record, uh, I think, like two weeks ago, and somehow I'd missed it. It fell off my radar. Um, I didn't I hear they'd... about that. Yeah, I know. So that is, uh, you gotta give it a listen. I have not worked my way all the way through it yet because it's a journey. And yeah, were well, you a fan of it's the going to be. previous one? Yeah,
1: I, I was actually. Mm-hmm. It was really, yeah. Uh, uh,
0: this is nothing like that one. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I wonder how I, feel, I wonder how I feel about it then. Yeah. So this it's is, called "Awaken My Love."
0: Yes, "Awaken My Love" is a Childish Gambino album, um, and it's got some very heavy like rock influence uh, in it um wow yeah i was talking to uh, a guy at work uh, who's a fan and he said that he'd been listening to some interviews and stuff and um i guess that that they had a lot of prince influence
1: um ah. going into it which you can definitely hear
0: so yeah, yeah. well, that's what
1: i that's what i'm imagining is like childish gambino meets like that rock funk vibe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely yeah yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. That is interesting. I'm gonna yeah. say that's interesting.
0: Yeah. So you know, give that a listen if you're into like some experimental and well, I guess if you're a Childish Cambino fan, like you know that they like to play around with stuff and yes. Um, yeah, you're getting you know you're you gonna know...
1: hear something new.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. So that's... something old, but something like, new. Yeah. Something, else, something old, something new. You know. But there's a lot of experimentation. I feel like um to go back to like what we just talking scene. about music. Yeah. And film too. I feel like there's uh even like in the mainstream, I feel like there's stuff that. You're seeing more, like, styles and, yes. um, you know,
1: like, Exactly, which is really I interesting. Mean, um, yeah. And I think that maybe VR might have something to do, ah. like, with the way that film is being shaped, because, like, VR itself is, like, such a specific style, and it's been such right. a long time, I feel like, since we've had any major technological advancements in the cinema industry mm-hmm. that have really changed the way that we experience film. Um, you know I'm gonna call it a couple of big ones obviously there was things like 3d you know uh, then mm-hmm. there's like IMAX there's mm-hmm. uh, Dolby surround sound these are all like major advancements that were made in that changed the way that we experience film um and so for each of these obviously they carry with them very uh, like subliminal ways that you have to uh, that carry over into the production of the film itself and like the way the film is shot the way it's edited etc etc um and then VR or, virt- or virtual reality, uh, which is what VR is short for, you know, like that takes it to like the most extreme level where like you're recording yeah. 360 degrees of video. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, that's like a very, very specific, uh, I guess you could say, market and product. Yeah. Like, it's very, very specific. Yeah. Um, so, I feel like that kind of becoming like making, it's kind of like moving up in there and it's making its own area. It Like, the platform itself is making an area for it its releases which is really cool because is whatever cool. is not vr now yeah is kind of also stepping up its game like you said and like we're gonna i feel like we're moving into a more stylized film era where yeah, we're gonna okay. we're gonna see films moving into their own like styles yeah. and like yeah. moving out of that gray zone that we we're in mm-hmm. for a while gray like literally gray <coughs> like
0: the color palettes <laughs> like
1: it, dude that's what Blue i'm saying and
0: gray that's all you had everything cough, was cough, shot christopher like, nolan yeah, everything was shot like the same way. Um, and Christopher Nolan gets referenced a lot, and his films do have a have like a, a look to them. I feel like of all of the films that came out, like he kind of handled it the best. But
1: well, well yeah, because the thing is that it's not but everybody a bad was definitely style. a copycat. Yeah, and that's, that's what the, the thing. thing. Was, like,
0: it was like flooded, and so all you know, like there for a while, it was like three hundred came out, and you know, like everyone was like, oh you know, change the game, and then everyone copied it.
1: Yeah, and, exactly.
0: Yeah, and it's which, just I mean, I think 300 is, like, questionable if it's, a, you know, a good film at all, but, um, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, like, the whole, like, just very stylized, like, slow motion for the action. Um, yeah, stuff monotone, like this. Monotone, uh, color
1: palette, yeah. Yeah, and here's the funny thing, is that for Chris Nolan, like you said, and I don't I want to say it because I'm the one that brought him up, because um, I do want to give credit where it's due. But for Chris Nolan, like he his films the way they're produced is very like I guess you could say they're similar somewhat. You know the sh- yeah. the way that they're they're framed,
0: the Everybody color feels tones like it's in
1: the Nolan universe. Definitely like yes, exactly. Yeah. But that's not to say that his films are the same at all. Right. Um like even just inside of the Batman trilogy that he produced oh, like right, every yeah. film is distinctly its own, it's own in thing, terms right. of action sequences and yeah. soundtrack and storyline what's, being, story what's line. being told yeah exactly yeah even yeah. though they're produced the same and the same way with batman v superman um like those scene, like the action scenes in that movie are like mm-hmm. very very different and very stylized mm-hmm.
0: yeah and very even though very
1: snyder, like yes yeah, very snyder of course yeah um yeah, yeah so i mean like just because, like, they look the same doesn't mm-hmm. mean that the films themselves are the same, which is mm-hmm. why Chris Nolan, which is why, in my opinion, and I think you share the same opinion, mm-hmm. Chris Nolan handles it better. Like, when Chris Nolan takes it, mm-hmm. like, it's actually a good thing that his films look that like way, like, with the yeah. gray and the white mm-hmm. shots and mm-hmm. big angles and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's just that, the like you mentioned, the flooding of the industry mm-hmm. by copycats and people yeah. that we can't name because we don't know who they are because we don't bother to remember. We don't bother to remember, yeah. All the fail, all the fail. Right. But, um... (laughs) But, no,
0: we're kind of breaking away from that, and, like, there's more experimentation, I feel like. Exactly. Which is what
1: the purpose of this is.
0: Yeah. Which is kind of not surprising, because, I mean, like, so, you know, you look at, like, history and, like, how it moves and stuff, and so you went kind of from, like, I feel like the very, um, like, plotted... Okay, let's see. Let's think, like, maybe 1950s Hollywood. And there yeah. was, like, a, like you know, things were very planned out and things were, like, done in a certain way. And, like, exactly. the films all fell very much the same. You know, and then you got into, even into the 60s, and then kind of, like, I feel like more of, like, mid to late 60s into the 70s, there was, like, you came out with, all, like, there was, like, all this, like, sort of, like, push for other types of film uh, yes. making that happened and a lot of experimentation and a lot of, like, just very unwatchable stuff <laughs> truly truly <laughs> you know truly. but it yeah. but it was you know it wasn't you know your doris day and uh you know film rock anymore Hudson it wasn't film, yeah rock yeah. and you know rom-com anymore it wasn't like you're very exactly you know and it was like
1: yeah because it's Hollywood true the writing styles and the direction styles they were all very they were very similar mm-hmm. in the way that they moved yeah. throughout the years yeah um which i mean is partially which has worked as a good thing yeah um in the past i mean film noir is one example of this oh yeah film noir is. Great. you know like film noir is one of like my favorite styles of yeah. movie yeah and that a like film noir is like the main example of a genre of film yeah. where it's shot and filmed in the same style yeah. like with just different people so i mean right. yeah there's definitely benefits No,
0: exactly so i think yeah we're coming to out both of ways I, I really think that we are coming out of a, a place where like an american cinema at least like you had films like you would go and like see it, like the summer quote unquote blockbuster they all look the same year to year you know film mm-hmm. to film, film um film. yeah um and there for quite a while i feel like um and oh, now we're definitely. finally getting into a say. place yeah and i think it's very interesting because i feel like it, it it's happening with the big studios i think that there's um well i mean media has changed of course because it's cheaper for uh independent uh artists to make quality work
1: make so quality work than it is early 2000s in the world before, yes.
0: yeah early 2000s like you could get the equipment uh, but it wasn't really good yet and now you know it is good it's it's been good for good, you yes. know it's been good you know since at least 2010 and i think that it's, it's making it's made its way now to the um you know to to the larger studios now and exactly. you know they're paying attention to styles they're hiring people um, you know it's like it's a new sort of you know push right. I feel like uh, new voices that are coming in so because I mean like even if you look at like the Disney films and tell me like your opinion but like you look at what they're doing like with the Marvel universe and the Star Wars universe where they've purchased these large um, sort of like uh, groups of, of, of you know characters and storylines to work with and the their their game plan Um, As far as we can tell, you know, is like they're going to be like, you know, putting stuff out in the Marvel Universe, the Star Wars Universe, you know, for, you know, decades to come. And the thing is that that's great is because there's like, that gives them so much room in there to
1: tell different types of stories in different ways. Different ways, yes. Yeah. Which is actually, it's funny that you brought up Star Wars because that's exactly the same example that I was going to go to. Mm -hmm. That we're seeing, you know, we're talking about this innovation and this new styles coming to cinema. And then what if, what have if we had in the last two years that we haven't had for the past almost 20 years now? A Star yeah. Wars film, you know, A right? A Star Wars film. Like, right? the last Star Wars film came yeah. out, like, years ago, and yeah. then we're getting another one. Sorry, I meant yeah. 10 years, not 20 years.
0: Well, it's... Um, yeah,
1: right. Because it's, it's I was placing well, it. I was placing I, it at, 90, at 2000, but... I felt but... like
0: you, yeah, you were kind of, like, just dismissing the, the prequels trilogy, so... Yeah,
1: sh- <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. You know, we... we we're, you know, we're good. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so we have, like, the new Star Wars films coming out, you know. Mm. And those are, like, and that's what, that's kind of cool because Star Wars is a piece of, the Star Wars franchise in itself
0: yeah. is a
1: piece of American, American. film history yeah, exactly. that was a part of yeah. the shaping period yeah. during the 1970s and yeah. into the 80s N80s. yeah. of, you know, what mm-hmm. we know American cinema to be. So, and Absolutely, that's why it's, yeah. it's really cool that now we're having Disney... Um, because Disney was another part, another big factor um, mm-hmm. in the '60s that mm-hmm. moved film on from, like what you had said, the yes. rom-com stereotype by bringing right. animation into play. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would say that I would say that definitely, Star Wars and Disney um, are two big main factors that I mm-hmm. that I would count mm-hmm. or I would credit yeah. with yeah. this change in innovation. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's cool because, like, going back to, like, independent artists, you know, changing, you know, changing a larger industry. You know, like, Disney, you know, he was, you know, he started out small and he built, you know, his company. exactly. And, you know, he he brought in artists that were, like, you know, so skilled, you know, like Eisner and stuff that were, you know, like, masters of their craft. Yes. had very signature styles, you know, and together they had, like, this, they created this platform where they could, you know, change the the future of of, you know of animation yes yeah and animation exactly yeah and it's pretty incredible um but I, i just feel like it's really cool and i hadn't really thought about it in this way until this week i feel like that you know, like, there's, like, this tendency to think about, from a cynical point of view of, like, Disney taking on the Star Wars uh, franchise and Disney taking on Marvel and, and thinking, like, okay, it's just going to be a slick commercialization, you know, that, yeah. you know, doesn't deal with any of, like, maybe the darker themes or the deeper themes, you know, that you would see right. In, in, right. in the comics or, like, with Star Wars with, you know, more independent filmmaking. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it really, I feel like it's not turning out to be that way. and I think, I we think continue, so, either on it's gonna you're gonna continue to see that actually just because they have it's such a large um franchise now it's such a large thing that you can have films that are that are like reaching different groups of audiences yeah different audiences
1: and i think that's the important thing to see is Mm -hmm. that more than just um disney's film style Mm -hmm. reaching different audiences disney itself as a company Mm -hmm. um can be more than just a like a chick not chick it's like a family a, a family, family film, film exactly yeah, producing yeah. company right you know yeah. it's like they're more than just steve carell's mm-hmm. <laughs> you know bread and butter for making steve carell right family funny movies no, right it's true like yeah. they can they have the capacity to mm-hmm. produce blockbuster films mm-hmm. that can reach mm-hmm. larger audiences yeah. and whatnot yeah and so I
0: think that it's really cool. Like I think it's evident in, like, with Marvel, it's had a little bit longer for them to kind of, you know, flesh that out. So you have people that are, like, superhero fans, but, like, they didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, or, like, in my case, right. I haven't seen, um, you know, Ant-Man. Um, you, know, not, you know, not dissing any film, but just, like, you know, so you have fans, there's enough there now for them to be like, oh, I really love Iron Man, but I'm not crazy yeah, about this. Exactly. You know, or I really love no. this. So yeah. yeah, right, and right. And right, I, right. I feel like we could get the same thing with Star Wars, where you have, like, different... Uh, filmmakers with, like, different techniques coming in and telling, like, like their own story different, and creating yeah, their, own of their own, own film of, yeah. style within the universe. Right. Within the universe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, and should, I think yeah, which is, would be really
1: cool. cool. It yeah. would be really awesome. Yeah. I think that's just really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that I think is really awesome uh, and is also a change um, that... Has already come. Honestly, it's already been here for the past five years, so I feel like it's already mm-hmm. established. But you had mentioned previously, kind of taking this back a few minutes, whenever you had, you had mentioned about how in the early two thousands you could get the film equipment, but it mm-hmm. wasn't quality. Yeah. The other problem with it not being quality was that we did not have a platform, i.e., a market, yeah. for these films that we were producing, right. like YouTube. So yeah, and now we have YouTube yeah. or Daily Motion or. Mm-hmm. Any no, I of mean, the, when you know, thinking, you know fit, put in whatever yeah, video I was making student
0: site. films before, yeah, before YouTube was a thing, which, yes. um, you know, it, it, it's only hard, I feel like, for, like, people my age and, and younger to really, you know, think of, the, of that as being, a you know, like, anything worthy of, of talking about, you know? Yeah, um, right. But, yeah, I graduated 2005, and uh, YouTube came out, it was launched either 2005 or 2006, right? so yes yeah yeah yeah, so the majority so the majority of my student films were made like prior to youtube's launch there was nowhere to put them we had trouble like i remember me and and nathaniel our brother like uh just struggling to get uh first struggling to get the video onto a computer
1: onto a computer right to experiment with
0: editing with digital software and then like the struggle to get it off the computer, computer yeah, onto <laughs> like,
1: something that you could we, actually we watch Exactly,
0: we couldn't even, yeah, show it to, to a very local audience. You a know, like local audience, yeah.
1: House. With exactly, <laughs> and so like that's just, and so it's so cool to me because, yeah. um, not only do we have a platform that we can reach audiences now, which mm-hmm. is so cool, yeah, um, because it gives oh, so filmmakers cool, yeah. a voice. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. But even more so, I feel like it gives the people and the creators, the actual innovators of these industries, it gives them a platform that they can reach the main film studios that are actually controlling um, the billions of dollars that are going into the American cinema industry. Right. So, yeah. like, because I think it, it would be foolish to say that it the independent filmmakers have not influenced what hollywood has produced because oh yeah no that's like that would be
0: stupid because like the number one films like in the last 20 years there's been like multiple number one films um that were independently made independently made exactly because um i mean like Zack snyder's catalog Mm -hmm. of work you know right was all independent up to you know now that he's you know he's working on more mainstream stuff but Mm -hmm. um you know, would be independently made and then get like a, a larger release from from a larger you know, Sony release. or something.
1: Exactly, and that's what, and that's just why it's so cool because oh, it's it's incredible, yeah. And Star Wars, like, like
0: this is what like it's crazy to me is like, and I hadn't thought about this in this way, but George Lucas was an independent filmmaker, right? And so all of his films were like independently uh, funded, so by yes. definition, independent films and in-
1: independent films. Yes, when
0: you think of how successful they were um that like i you know they're there's some of the most i think that they are considered like the most successful independent films, to films date of all time yeah uh-huh right right, right. and american which cinema, is just, anyways. yeah it's exactly. crazy so yeah you think Dude, about that it's like so you crazy. were saying yeah the last 20 years it's like yeah we've been shaped you know it's independent yeah. filmmaking
1: has Film shaped, shaped american cinema american what we have cinema now. and what we have now yeah which is right it's so cool because um i feel like Hollywood in itself, as kind of um, the imagery of Hollywood, you know, like mm-hmm. the lights, you know, camera yeah, action. Yeah, the glamour. The idealism. Yeah, the idealism, mm-hmm. yeah, the idealism mm-hmm. behind Hollywood also mm-hmm. are being kind of breaking down. That's Those are more barriers yeah. uh, that we're kind of breaking through as creators. Yeah. And giving yeah. more people an outlet to express their artistic expression.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: like, and, be it actresses, be it costume designers, be mm-hmm. it makeup artists, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, the expanding. Of the audiences for these uh like I'm gonna use YouTube in particular, like
0: no, I, through I YouTube,
1: really you know we ways. can expand our audiences of films, and we can also expand yeah. the industry in itself, so I feel like yeah. Hollywood is kind of like enveloping uh these things slowly as it as it becomes more connected with them, yeah, so which I feel is a largely a positive thing,
0: oh, I feel like um, it is too, yeah, well, I mean, like that is, yeah, anytime I feel like that you have more platforms for more voices to get out there. To get out um, there. yes you have yeah, you, it's more um influences on what then becomes, you know, eventually pop culture. Um uh, right. you know, or the common exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mainstream. Definitely. What becomes mainstream. So if you have yeah, Definitely. more more currents, I guess you could say, coming into like the larger river that is mainstream you know, that's it's, it's going to be fresher water. It's going to be more interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Newer content. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And also, um, like some people will say that, um, I don't know. I guess like the content might be lessened by having more input, but I don't think that's mm-hmm. necessarily true because of um, just we know that what is good, you know, rises to the top and mm-hmm. what's bad falls to the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just like the way that most all social networking. Or any right. kind of networking in our modern yeah. internet technology works. So yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. It, so it's I would say definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. I, I could. I could definitely see that. I think I would have a couple thoughts. It's like. It takes everything. Takes a little bit of time, and so I, I feel like you kind of have this thing of like, um, when it comes to art, especially like film and music, we're kind of like as a culture or as a group, like we kind of learn
1: together. Of like yes, what is good, exactly. what is bad. What's good, what's bad. Right. Yeah. And I think what's more important than not is that sites like YouTube, um, mm-hmm. they allow more people to express themselves. And so yeah. we get to experiment more as a culture and as a people with what is good, what is bad. Right. Um, yeah. And that doesn't just speak for styles, by the way. Like, as you said, musical styles or filmography mm-hmm. styles. But it also speaks over into ideas. Um, mm-hmm. And thought process as in, thought process and all of this. So, I mean, like, yeah, like it really opens in, up. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Then, like, it opens is, up the doors right, to discussion. Yeah. Right. It opens up the doors to so many great discussions, and it gives us a platform mm-hmm. on which to express our thoughts or emotions or beliefs on those same things. Right. So, I think it's really, I think it's positive, in my opinion. I would say it definitely is positive. Yeah. Um, that we're seeing this kind of change come to the industry cool. and the reason yeah. that these changes are coming
0: yeah i agree i think it's i think it's i think it's cool
1: pretty awesome
0: so now that all of our listeners have fallen asleep
1: yes hearing me and Stephen rant about uh, all sorts of very interesting topics <laughs>
0: Heidi's laying on the couch and she just mumbled i'm not asleep yet <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh uh, well in that she case to keep
0: going she's almost asleep
1: Oh, she's almost asleep, okay. (laughs) She's to keep
0: talking.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Actually, no, we just hit the 30-minute mark, so. Yeah, we did
0: actually hit the 30-minute mark, so. That's probably long enough for the two of us. Did you have anything uh, you wanted to, uh, like, hit last minute? Anything you did this week or coming up?
1: Oh, yes, actually, uh, this week... Earlier this week, um, you guys will probably see it next Monday, if all goes according to schedule. Me and Cassia, um, another one of the co-hosts from Oral Emission. She's appeared a couple times before. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are starting a new podcast called Theory Time. Uh, It's going Uh, to be Cassia's first official podcast. So, greetings to her. You guys will be able to see that coming out. Um, you'll see links to that through all of our Twitters and yeah, Instagram. Yeah. So as long as you're plugged into the Oral Emissions feed, you will see mm-hmm. that drop. Fantastic. Uh, so if That's you guys, awesome. Yeah. If you guys want to see some fresh, fun content, uh, come along and give us a listen. See what yeah, you think.
0: Any kind of like sneak on what the first episode's going to be like or like what you guys are going to be kinda doing with it? Well, we this, talked
1: or... about Star Wars today, and uh-huh. we talked about Star Wars then. So if you guys okay. want to find out the truth about Star Wars... <laughs> Come find out on my and Cassie's podcast. On Theory Time. Nice. On Theory Time. And then uh, let's see, Ike, uh, Isaac, our
0: beloved co host who is celebrating his birthday today. He yes. made a guest appearance on the latest episode, I believe, of I believe Comics it's Talk. Latest. Yeah. Comics Talk, which is on SoundCloud and we repost the videos. Wait, it on... wasn't
1: it wasn't Comics Talk.
0: Cut. oh it w- oh it wasn't it was
1: it was truth exposed
0: truth exposed thanks awesome yeah yeah truth exposed. okay great but both of those podcasts are fantastic are, they're yes. put out they're by, both good uh, yeah josh and sam visor uh you know our cousins have been on oral emissions uh so check them out on soundcloud
1: um sounds yeah. good nice so our viewers our viewers have some we'll have some busy years some weekend. research exactly yeah <laughs> yeah they have Sounds some uh, or not
0: research they have some
1: uh, homework <laughs> homework yeah there we go don't worry guys we'll we'll get the word right one of these days yeah yeah
0: yeah eventually
1: awesome. it's hard so to think if... without ike yes. shouting in the
0: background <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay so if you guys want to uh catch up with us over on twitter you can find me at ethan j biller and on Instagram you can find me at hopelessly gone as well. So and then stephen where can the viewers reach out to you? Yeah, you can find me um across the web
0: um at Old Man Biller. Um I mostly i the most I update is on Instagram and and Twitter. So Yes, exactly. At Old Man Biller. Yeah. Biller.
1: Cool. Yeah, your photo blog's kinda dead.
0: Yeah, it's on high it is um okay. because i was in a relationship and planning a wedding and <laughs> yeah he didn't have time now to take starting life photos. yeah so um i think i made it to the six month mark which isn't bad oh
1: not bad not bad no yeah.
0: so uh, i might start awesome. up something new next year um just a little bit different format but we'll see i don't know
1: sounds good well we'll look out for some new projects from you guys mm-hmm. yeah. all right this has been <sighs> orally missions i hope you guys had an enjoyable 33 minutes yeah. with us yeah uh, we'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on how we're doing with our podcast. Uh, we've kind of been doing it for a while. We actually didn't say what episode this was. This is episode uh, but 23. But I believe it's it's 23, right? That's what oh, I was gonna yeah. Say. Michael uh, yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah,
0: Michael Jordan. Awesome. <laughs> we talked nothing about basketball.
1: We so talked nothing about basketball. Fantastic. Uh, All right, guys. Well, always remember, we love you and your mother.
0: history With a single word. And rewrite history with a single word, a single word.